First, you got to put your neck into it. Don't stop. Just do it. Do it. Then you roll your tongue from the crack back to the front. Then you suck it all till I shake and come. Make sure I keep busting nuts all over your face and stuff. Slow heads show me so much love. The best head come from a fuck. The dick good, big, thick, big, and long. Slow thumper to the crack of dawn. On the X making figures and stuff. Through the night, nigga, so much love. Dead sleep when the sun comes up. So lick it now, lick it good. Lick this pussy just like you should. Right now, lick it good. Suck this pussy just like you should. My neck. My back. Lick my pussy and my crack. I say it again, my neck. My back. I want to lick in bussy too. Lick my bussy. Mm. Lick that crack. Mm. Hi guys, welcome to the Loud Brown Gaze. You're back with us for another week <laughs> of mess. This time with content. Nick is mm. fully chowing down right now, by mm. the way. Do you, you know why? The summer body is on the way, baby. You see that sunshine outside? The summer body is on the way. And that means you, getting... you got to eat while we're recording? Mm. I'm getting my macros, honey. Macros, honey. Well, okay. Hi, guys. I am your hostess with the mostess. I am Dan James. Joining me, as always, your hostess with the hot mess. It's Miss Nick Charles. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Wherever you're listening to, welcome to a lovely week we're having in the UK weather-wise. It is gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It came mm. to a few months too early. The body's not mm-hmm. ready. Not ready. I'm a full victim of like gay body standards, and I'm just like. Like I'm, I'm like straight good for straight people. This is yeah, go for it, run it. For the gays, I'm not sure if they if we're ready for it, but you know that's a toxic conversation. Degrees today in Manchester. It's 18. twenty in London. Right. Ooh. We hit two o. I'm in my happy place. We're like we're chilling now. This is now the time where things are getting good. And I know mm. because I've I've lived in this country for what twenty nine years. That I'm ready it for the is just brunches. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be terrible next week. I can just feel it. You know yeah. when it it teases you a little bit with the up. It's gonna be terrible. I, I don't even right have down, new down shorts. Again. I don't even have shorts from last year. I don't, I have, don't have. I don't have. I don't have any cute shorts yet. You know what I want? I want those cute little bum bum shorts that look good, but you can still walk down the street with and not show your modesty too much. I want one of those. I don't think those shorts exist. You want ones that show <laughs> the underneath of your ass. Yes. But still keeps you modest? Yes, correct. Correct. So what's your definition of modesty there? You're not, you're like, a testicle hasn't popped out. Yes. Some Aussie bomb hot pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can see just the bottom of the, of the bottom strap of the jock strap, but yes. not the whole strap. Correct. Correct. And that's modesty in 2022. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. Well, Nick, before we get into the show, you did, mm-hmm. you, you did a little show this weekend, didn't you? Oh, she did. Let me let me put up my macros. Mm-hmm. This is so good, by the way. Mm-hmm. Professional, it's not homemade. as always. It's not, home, it's not homemade either. It's Aldi. Aldi is doing their balance range for for um for the girls trying to get their macros, and it tasted well good. So Aldi, give us a sponsorship. We need it. Anyway, um, I did um Disney Snatch Game, the first episode in Manchester. A sold-out show, girl. A sold-out show. Nick Charles on the roster. I could never believe it. 
Nick Camp. I could never believe it. I had so much fun. Also, quick shout out to a marvelous queen who I met, Roger with an E. What kind of amazing drag race name is that? Roger with an E. It works. It works. Um, Daniel, gorgeous. Now, if you just quickly just go to her Instagram real quick, she turned the looks. Now, just, just pop to your little Instagram real quick, quick time, and go to Roger with an E. The looks that she served, baby. It was, I was just in awe. I've never seen someone so absolutely stunning. Like, no much, no babies. Let me see if I could find, let me see if I could quickly find her, um, her Instagram to show the girls, show the girls real quick. Um, right. Let's talk about this, this one look. Look at her. Look at her. Legs What's up. What's that to- at? Can you say that at, please? It's Roger with a D. And is that full Roger with a D? Yeah. No, Roger with a D. So it's R-O-D-G-E-R-W-I-T-A-A-D-E-E. Now she Okay, was, I'm with you. She was she was my my co-host for the evening, my judge as well. And you know when queens are just subtly shady, but it just strikes like venom from a snake? She had it. And I feel that it's so good when it comes to, if you're, you know what she reminds me of? Remember when, remember when, um, um, what's her face was on stage in Drag Race? And she goes, you're the one bamming. Because someone, a girl tried to read her thing and she read her right back. And I was like, ooh. Baby, this is this is lovely. It was good. It was a very full. That was show. RuPaul, this, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was. It was that. I, it, it was. That, it um, was Blair St. Clair. That judge. And she was doing some jokes. And no, then it wasn't Blair. It was um. It was that. It was Utica. Utica was doing jokes. Oh yeah, Utica she, was doing the jokes. But it was mm-hmm. RuPaul who said, "You're the one barman." No, it was. It was the. It was the other black girl at the end. She goes, "You're the one." Was it? Um. Lonely love. love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you're the one, damn it. (laughs) So it was very much that moment. It was really lovely. Um, It was a very interesting, it was a packed out female audience. That I was expecting a bit more of the boys, but it was cute. Yeah, you know, drag Um, shows, they turn out the girls. Like the actual girls. And I think think it was really lovely when they were, were at an auction and, um, a lot of it was so weird because the auction went in line with a certain brand I used to be a poster boy for. You know the tea. I'm not gonna tell you. We passed that story. Anyway, so they gave away a whole bundle from um that that brand of illustrators. You know the tea. You know the one, Daniel. We need to say we don't need to say anymore. People come here for the mess. I don't know why you're trying to hide it. Oh well, he is my. You're friend, not just talking apart- to me. You're talking to other people. They ah, don't know. Tom t- well, Tom Taylor, I used to be a poster worth thick, and they give away a Tom Taylor um, bundle. It was beautiful. And someone was like, yeah, you used to be that, that poster boy for thick. And I was like, yes, I was. That was my moment. But we have long gone past that because, you know, that's life. Anyway, it was really good. But I have to say, my, my for me, my standard moment this week, this week was actually realizing that I'm actually quite funny when I'm put on the spot. That for me was a moment where I was like, hold on. 
I'm actually making a crowd laugh. This is new. Now, don't get me wrong, because I know I could, my my humor could be very chaotic. Like, you just don't know. And I've found myself, now, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to be taken off this podcast and go into stand-up community, com- comedy, that's not me, we ain't that kind of tea. But I've never saw myself as an entertainer. That was kind of cute. I was I was serving cunt, I was here for it. I was like, yes, Nick Charles, do the do. Um... And seeing my friends, seeing my friends in the crowd, Chamion was actually really nice as well. So that was lovely. So yeah, that was great. And shout what out to Denim. It was lovely. It was lovely. Um, apart from you know seeing my friends get off with the host, but we're not going to get into that teak because this is a nice PG thirteen podcast. You keep saying this. You keep saying, oh, you keep hitting the thing. You're like, oh, but we're not going to get into that too, which is what the people come for. Listen, they come listen, for no. the mess and the drama. So no more no. of this. Like, oh, we're not no. going to talk about this. Okay. We're, they're well, not taste me... in season two of that stand up <laughs> challenge. It's like I tell you that another time. It's like, no, tell me now. <laughs> well, I will tell you something. I took one of my very good friends to two events in the last week, and on both occasions he pulled, and I was like, I didn't bring here for you to pick up scraps. I bring here for you to make me look good. Why? Why are you picking up the menses so loudly? You gotta allow. You gotta allow your single friends to do what they single friends True. do. It's a hot. It's a hot boy. It's a hot boy. It's a hot slutty spring. That's what it is. It's a. It hot is a hot spring. slutty spring, and we are fully in effect <laughs> with the hot slutty Our full spring. Effect. <laughs> well, that was cute. That's We're a nice cool little story to, to kick us yeah, off. Um, but Nick, let's get into the show with. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna take you back in time. I'm gonna take you back in time for the let me tell you something. Um Mm -hmm. I would like you to go back to when this show was called the 802, back, back, Mm -hmm. back in the day, first pandemic. And I I believe one of our first episodes was called uh JK, we see what you're doing. Mm. In reference to uh, a writer, Joyce Joyce Karen, Joyce Karen, Joyce Karen, mm. Jesseline Camden mm. Rowling. Just mm. okay. So if you've not been paying attention with this, and tr- I understand if you haven't for your own mental health, because true, each time this this woman pops up on Twitter, I know I'm I'm going to have to gird my loins and deal mm. with what's this kind of shitstorm that's about to happen. So. This time, J.K. Rowling decides that she's not only going to show her ass when it comes to trans issues, which, you know, she has spent the majority of the last few years mm-hmm. advocately, advocately showing her ass about um, mm-hmm. in that she is just, she's one of those people who is obsessed with the idea that support for trans women will somehow negatively impact support for women Mm. and at at one level i can give grace to that argument when it's about like sharing spaces and when Mm -hmm. it's about toilets and stuff i was Mm. like it's wrong it's stupid but i can Mm. understand why you think that where it gets Mm. into the the annoying part is when they start talking about enforcing transitioning on children which once Mm. again let me say does not happen just it just doesn't happen you cannot enforce a transition on a child there's not parents and doctors sat in a room being like my kid likes to wear shorts and they were born female but because they like to wear shorts and they're into diy i think that they think they should be trans so you know let's 
put them on testosterone, let's chop them titties off, and let's get them mm-hmm. like get them where they need to go. There are years long waiting lists for gender confirmation surgery in this country. Mm-hmm. Do you genuinely yes. think we are rushing children through it? Like it's such a ridiculous moral panic based on absolutely no information, which is then compounded by there is there is a situation where people who have transitioned regret the transition mm-hmm. and would like to detransition. That is something that does yeah. happen. It happens insanely rarely it happens so rarely it doesn't even count statistically as significant in the population of trans people or people who have been through transitioning of any kind but these people have at least one in one to be fair yeah they have literally grabbed onto this idea that everybody who transitions will at some point regret it and want to detransition and therefore no gender confirmation Mm -hmm. surgery should happen for anybody absolutely no you shouldn't get anything you shouldn't be able to live like the gender that you choose to be, you shouldn't be able to do any of that because you might regret it at some point. That, let me tell you, there are plenty of things in my life that I regret. I regret every time my friend comes over with a tequila shot and I decide to drink it. That doesn't mean you should stop <laughs> selling tequila shots. Correct. Because the vast majority of people who probably do no. take... Yeah, the vast majority of people who do take tequila shots probably enjoy it or just want to get drunk and want to do it. But we have always known that people who are hostile to trans rights and trans identity, you peel back a few layers, just a little, just a layer at a time, and you're just going to get into some homophobia. You're just going to get into a little bit of homophobia. It's going to be, it's tickling in there because it's exactly the same arguments that were happening 10, 20, 30 years ago about Mm -hmm. the gays that are happening about trans people. Mm -hmm. And J.K. Rowling, for some reason, rather than writing her stupid little wisdom books and making billions off of a franchise and just being like, do you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Let me make my money. You can keep arguing about whether you're in Slytherin or whether you're in Ravenclaw or whether you're a Gryffindor, whether you're a Hufflepuff. For reference, by the way, I'm a Slytherin. I did the test three times. One time it got very close to Ravenclaw. <laughs> yeah. One time it was like, I was feeling a bit Ravenclaw, but it was, it was Slytherin. Um, so, you know, I, I accept the Slytherin oh nature God. of who I'm a I am. Well, no shit. You are fully a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. You are eating at the start of the episode. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) But you could have sat there and just made your money and done nothing. But instead, you've decided to focus your attention on beating up a a marginalized community that does not need Mm. to be beaten up in this way. Because Mm. who do you think you're helping? Who does she think she's helping? So the the latest episode in the J.K. Rowling I am. She's talking about teen detransitioners. To her millions of followers, she retweets and responds to somebody who had who created their account days ago, who had 14 followers, and in no way is this verified. That person is essentially saying that they regretted transitioning, um, that they were forced, they were forced through their transition, um, and that like they they never wanted to happen. They were just like masculine or whatever. J.K. Rowling is like, I've heard this story from so many gay people who have been forced through transitioning. I'm like, bitch who? Bitch who? who? I want five I names. I want five names right now. Tell me five gay people, none of them from the LGB alliance, who have been forced through transitioning and then have lived to regret it, that you know of, that you've been speaking to. I, I ain't hearing one. I'm not hearing one. I don't know any. No. And then this idea that like 
We should have known because there's not a single gay character in Harry Potter. There's not a single gay character in Harry Potter. Do not come at me and say Dumbledore's gay. Dumbledore being gay is something that she said after she wrote the book. And that don't fly Mm. with me. If you've got a gay character in the book, they should be gay in the book. Don't tell me, oh, look at the extra stuff and all this background stuff. It ain't in the book. If it ain't in the book, it ain't part of the book. You can have a wider universe and Dumbledore can be gay and McGonagall's a, a dom top and she does, I don't know, dominatrix shit on the side and, I don't know, Snape's a foot fetishist. All of that stuff could be true, but you didn't put it in the book so you don't get to claim it because it ain't in there. And if we have to read in, like queer people do, we read into the nuances of characters to see queerness in them so we can claim them for ourselves, that still doesn't mean that you put it in the book. So you mm. can't come at me like you are some kind of ally that you are supporting the uh, the community and to follow on. Now you know how these transphobic people are always on the they're on the right side of politics essentially. And you have people on the right like to talk about virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what a good app. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. And uh, here's another reason I'm pissed off because this has made me support the police. You're making me support the police on something like. Uh. So South Wales Police South Wales Police set up a stand in Cardiff City Centre where it just said promoting the work of our network with officers from Carefully and all these other um, places in Cardiff and it's just an LGBT stand talking about the LGBT police network to which someone who is at Der Gammon, so that should give everything away, anything that you need to know, said, stop virtue signaling and get on with your job. I'm sure folk would rather have those two cars patrolling the street. Embarrassing. Also, how much did this cost? First of all, I'm one of the people who would not like these cars patrolling the street. To be honest, Mm. keep turning up in the city centre and talk about being gay. That's that's a lot better. That's a win. Then for some reason, Jay Karen. Miss mm-hmm. Rowling jumps up and she decides to retweet this because South Wales police said, good evening, supporting our community is not virtual signaling, signaling and we make no apologies for doing so. JK Rowling says virtue signaling, like virtue signaling, but for people who aren't really asked, hashtag virtual, virtue, virtual signaling. Because instead of putting virtue signaling, they wrote virtual signaling. So let, let's be honest here. JK Rowling is retweeting She's being a dick about Cardiff police setting up a stand talking about the activity of the LGBT Cardiff police network or whatever it is, South Wales police network mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And she's commenting on their typo mm-hmm. because they're virtue signaling, which mm-hmm. to me just seems to be like are being decent people. That seems to be what mm-hmm. virtue signaling means. Yeah. It's like are being decent people. And then she doesn't realize that they're doing this outreach work 10 minutes from our park where a doctor was murdered in her, her homophobic attack in July, 2021. Mm-hmm. The mask has slipped. Hmm. It's doesn't that just blow your mind that she's so tone deaf? No, it doesn't blow my mind at all that she's tone deaf it's like, because it makes sense because it's, like, it's it opens up it's, with the trans thing. Of course, eventually you end up coming for the gates. Of course, like, mm-hmm. we can't just... The the Cardiff Police Network can't just turn up and sit down 
and be like, hey, this is the work that we're doing to support the LGBT community in our area and in our police force. We're not allowed to do that because yeah. that's virtue signaling. Because that's because there's a rainbow on the marquee. That's virtue signaling. And for some reason, J.K. Rowling is against that now. The woman is insane. Yeah. And she needs to yeah. she needs to be ignored yeah. completely. We need the Milo Yiannopoulos treatment where we just don't book her, don't see a movie, don't do anything. I'm not going to stop you, but I'm not doing it. I'm not going mm-hmm. to see that stupid Fantastic Beast. The first two were no. shit. I mean, agreed. Didn't I? I can't. I can't. I can't. I physically, Dan. I don't think I own any. I. I don't think I own anything on and that that agrees with J.K. Rowling anymore. I don't. I really don't. I don't have any books. I don't have any. It, it's sad because I used to. I think all of us reveled in the fact that this book was about exploring yourself and being who you are. Like we get that was that was like for kids at that age. That was that was Alice in Wonderland. You know, gain get, get learning how to go somewhere else with your mind because of a book that you read that you thought was you know a safe place. And now when the author who literally taught us about you know finding yourself and being who truly you are, like when 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 she when she's literally creating these the. T- these conversations that are just harmful and targeting our communities, like think to yourself, what do what did we ever do to you, J.K.? What did we do to you? Who hurt you? Did someone steal your man or woman or or they or them? Because we don't know. Because you are lashing out at the wrong community who have fully supported you making your money. I would even, I would never you you wouldn't you wouldn't see me walk you wouldn't see me at Harry Potter will sorry you wouldn't see me walking kitchen in nature no ma'am I just don't get it anymore I just don't get it I am just it just it just it's just when 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 does she when does she stop when what does she, she gain stop? what, what does, does she have to gain situation? what does she get out of this there's nothing. I don't there's get no it. End game here. There's no end game. There's nothing. There's no end game at all. And the fact that the, the thing, the woman doesn't even live here for God's sakes. I don't even think she lives here. I think she she lives in, in the states or wherever. So why are you so concerned about the lives of people that are just trying to live their lives and pay taxes and live on this goddamn dying rock in the middle of space? Give us a fucking break. Look, oh. why is this? She's not trans. She's not trans. At no, all, no, no. the uh, the existence of trans people does not impact her life the slightest. In at no all. way. J.K. Rowling has no so way. much money she could buy an entire island and set up and live there by herself, and she could say no trans people allowed if that's what she wanted to do. Trans people do not yeah. impact her life at all. Why is it she making it her crusade to just be a twat to all of them? Yeah. To to absolutely everybody. It's like, girl, what do you want from them? Just they just want to piss. They just want to piss and play sports and they just want to be human beings. And you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What? It's the thing also, they're like concerned about trans women in female sports. And I'm like, mm-hmm. first of all, you didn't give a shit about female sports to begin with. Most of you were sure. talking about it. Mm-hmm. The reason in, in a lot of sports that a female category exists is because the girls started to compete with the men and they started winning and then the the guys hated it. So they were like, we got to put the girls in a separate one and they can have their own girl thing as well over there. And if you feel that trans women, by the nature of being trans, gives them an, an advantage in women's sports, 
all you are actually saying is that you don't think women and men can compete on the same level because of some kind of genetics that they're born with, which is actually just bollocks. It's just bollocks. It doesn't make any sense to it. Look at the results. Women can keep up with the men, if not do better than them. If, Mm -hmm. if I, I promise you, you put somebody with similar male genetics and similar female genetics, you put them through the same training plan, they will compete at the same level. It doesn't make Mm -hmm. any sense to me about this. If you really, if you are really concerned about the integrity in sports and it's all based on testosterone levels or whatever, then why not just split it Mm. by testosterone levels? Why don't you Mm. say if you have this much testosterone in your system, you compete in this bracket. If you have this much, you compete in that bracket and end it. Oh, you're so obsessed with this arbitrary breakdown of you've got a penis and you've got a vagina and somehow that Mm. means you can't play football on the same team. It's stupid. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with her. I really... I really just don't. I really do not know who who really who really, who who pissed her off, but she is bitter, man. She is so bad, and it just it Honestly, just doesn't stop. Just doesn't stop. Here's it, my call out like, to everybody. Yeah, here is my call out to everybody. Pirate J.K. Rowling shit. If you yeah, want to reread it. the book, you better get a free PDF online. If you want to see mm. that movie, you better wait until there is a decent copy on One Two Three Movies and pirate the shit out of it. I endorse the crime of piracy when it comes to J.K. Rowling. Do not give her any of your money. Don't go see that yeah, musical. Don't. don't go see that new movie. Don't buy anything Harry Potter. Don't go to Universal Studios for the Harry Potter world. I know you love it. I know you love it. And you want to get into it. And I get it. And I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. But every penny you give to Harry Potter, you give up. Oh, no. Every pound you give to Harry Potter, you give a penny to J.K. Rowling. And she does not need mm. more pennies to spread this transphobic nonsense. No, she don't. She don't. She don't need the money. She don't need the money. <laughs> she don't need the money. I, I, <laughs> I got I, money. I <laughs> think these fuckers are going to pay my mortgage. Oh, God. That's I'm who we should be raising up. No more J.K. Yeah. and more G.C. Mm. Yeah, true. True. On a lighter note, I have some news for you. Are we on the loud moment? Are things getting loud? Yes, it is a loud moment this weekend. It is a loud moment. Do you know what my loud moment is? Do you know what my loud moment is? <sighs> Dear fellow <sighs> salt and pepper gays. You know which one I'm talking about? The one that I can't handle the spice. You know, you know those. What? The salt and the salt and pepper gaze. Not the one that who the, can't the, handle. The one that's... You better be careful because I can't handle spice. You know this. I, <laughs> I'm eat a korma. <laughs> what are we doing? Well, you know. <sighs> when you're trying to post a picture that you want to go viral on the internet on Twitter, and you want to show off your brand new underwear, and then talk about the carpet, clean your fucking windows, clean your fucking mirrors. What is wrong with you people? What is wrong with you people? Now, let me tell you why. I saw a very prominent hoe, who, prominent hoe, I should call, who's always on Twitter, posting all these tear traps and all this stuff. And I'm like, baby, a bottle of Windex vinegar is 50p. Tissue, if you have any house. Just wipe your fucking mirror. Why are you posting internet for the, posting photos for the whole world to see and your mirror dirty? Girl, no. Can we please just stop? More clean mirrors. <laughs> no more wire hangers. <laughs> I I'm sick of it. I I like a dirty mirror. No, 
No. I like a dirty no. mirror and I like a dirty window. Yeah. Dirty boys have dirty mirrors. Point. Oh my god. Not this. No. A dirty mirror is okay if it, if it's just but if if it's like if I'm literally only seeing the outline of your body in that photo, that is filth. Real dirty boys filth. have real dirty mirrors. Not this. I'm hanging up this fucking call. <laughs> Not this. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop it. And also it's like for example, right? I saw I saw a very I saw a very known a known a known gym box hoe. So I'm gonna mm. call her in because I ain't gonna get in trouble. Baby, also when you're taking pictures, keep an eye on the people in the background. I am seeing full on Willie on Instagram because you posting a picture of you on the story and you looking at your background. Baby, baby, what are we doing? You know the social media is going to take it down. You know it. And then, and then you're going to argue and be like, oh, so Instagram hates me to take it down. There's full-on penis. A penile. <laughs> <laughs> on my story. What do you expect? So my takeaway from this conversation is two things. Clean your fucking windows. And two, when you're taking pictures in, in, in a bathroom of a, of, a, of, a com- of a communal gym, baby, look at your background and make sure you're getting penises in the, in the fucking foyer. I mean, yes, or, we would love to see it, but... Mm. Alternatively, blur it out. Don't, Put your don't clean on. your windows and your mirrors, but know you letting us know that you're a filth bag. And I yes, love that. Nasty. <laughs> nasty bitch. Nasty hoes. The penises nasty. you can keep. I don't need to see a penis I haven't asked to see. <laughs> Do you know? I, I, I've, seen a lot, I've seen a lot of penises lately when people are take, pay, taking selfies in, 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 in gym windows. It's like, oh, God. Look at, look at your background. Look at your backgrounds. What I want to know is, you know the girls who, like, sling it about on Twitter? Oh, God, yeah. And you see a few of them and you're like, what kind of camera wizardry are you doing? Because no yeah. way is that real. Mm. Just just zero where's, chance. Where's the socks? Where's the socks? Like, the amount pro- of... I you would you have Helix Studios knocking down your door. Right. Absolutely knocking down your door for a yeah. booking if that was real. So don't be playing you, with me. You you know men you know men dot com would be fucking signing up a quick contract in no time. Men dot com would be writing that script where for some reason you're at like Christmas dinner and you've got to have sex with your aunt finding out because mm. men dot com have gone to like joke porn. I don't know why. I don't know and why I'm that's their thing. <laughs> it, I find it really funny. I don't even watch the porn sometimes. I just watch the setups. No, I'm, I'm here for the narrative. Give me the narrative. Like what kind of? There was one the other day where it was like a baby shower, and oh, there was a God. dildo, and the guy had ripped jeans. And in order to the the family were, the family were coming for the for a baby shower, and there was yeah. a dildo. And in order to hide the dildo, rather than pick it up and throw it. He sat on it, and he just had to be sat on this. I was like, "In what brain did this come out of? Who is this for?" Somebody, somebody's buying it because Men.com is going strong. So somebody's buying it. Somebody's Somebody buying loves it. that. Somebody, Somebody likes that goofy porn. Somebody <laughs> you know what, Dan? It's true. I mean, I let's be real. One of the most, one of the most iconic goofy porn in the world is right in front of my salad. That was like men.com classic. They knew what Men. they were doing. Classic. And it works. Yeah. It's I like, mean, oh, at least me. they've got a niche. Yeah, it's like, oh, look at me. I'm stuck in this whirlpool. This whirlpool. 
washing machine. Oh no, my stepdad just came home. I can't get out. I'm stuck. Yes, instead of putting, instead of pulling me out, put your dick inside me. Very oh, men.com. But I'm you got like men.com doing that. You've got <laughs> Tim Tails, which I think their mantra is just like, dear God, please make it stop or something. <laughs> I don't even know do what Sean Cage is doing anymore. Ah, uh, do you know what? Uh, before, before before we go, I think one of my one of my most funniest um things I've seen is when I think Jujube was in a porn, was like an Avengers style. Do you remember that? That and was Manila, was like, wasn't it? Was it Manila? One of them. It was one of those I, I thought it was Manila. Was, it was funny. It was funny. And I'm here for it. I'm here for, I think we should... Dan, I think we'd be really great in a parody of a pornography. I think we'd be really good. A porn just parody parody? Yeah. Just show up and be like, oh no, I thought this was the girl's bathroom. Oh no. Honestly, no, genuinely, I would <laughs> happily... Honestly, if anybody wants me to, if you're filming... Like, you got a little thing going on, and you just need somebody to walk in and say a really cheesy line. Like, what's that scene in Friends where Jerry's like, he has to fix the copier? So he's like, well, that's not going to be good for the ink tray or something like that. <laughs> you need someone to do that? Call my number. I am ready. I'll do it. We'll be iconic. I'll do I'll it. Be so long as I don't have to fuck on camera. You go, you yeah. boys do that. That is your bag. Yeah. Have a great time. I just, just want to stand the there and say something silly. And- yeah, I want to be receptionist. Like, be like, mm, who are you here to see? Good evening. Hi. <laughs> like Nicki Minaj and the other woman. <laughs> yeah, or you say something like, oh, they'll have, they would have named the like company something ridiculous, like, yes. hi, Large Dong Enterprises. Yes. How may I help? Nick Charles on the hotline. <laughs> oh, that'd be a great. We need, we, need, we need to look into that. That'd be great. Yeah. What we right, need to do right. is end the show. Yeah, we do. We do. So we're going to do that right now. We will be back on Friday for the back of the bus where the mess begins, starts and ends. This has been It's Nick Charles on Instagram, Twitter. It's Dan James Eldian on Instagram and Twitter. Love Brown Gaze on Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. And also drop us an email anytime. We'll be back next on this Friday for back of the bus next Tuesday, Wednesday actually. For Loud Brown Gaze, and we will see you soon. And take care of yourself. Bye, hunties. Bye. 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 Hey, Daddy, I can't drink this Coke, but can you open it? It's really tough. How did we go from JK Rowling being transphobic to comparisons of men's porn sites? I don't know. This is what happened. What other podcast has given you that? Nobody, because they're successful. Look, we have a good time over here. True. True.